You're listening to the Bleak and Review Podcast. Who is that? Quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. If you listen right now, it's like you're right here with me. Bleak and Review. It's the quarantine kickies. Post up on your couch and watch little Nikki take a load off and wash your hands. Cause Kevin doesn't have a whole lot planned. It's quarantine quickies. Quarantine quickies. Don't go outside cause it's gross and icky. Welcome back to Bleak and Review, Quarantine Quickie number 48. I'm your host, Kevin Anderson, former but still kind of currently a stand-up comedian. I guess I could still call myself a comedian. Like, I haven't been on stage in nine months, but I have done a few Zoom things, and I consistently make my neighbors laugh. So, you know, that's a career. (laughs) That, and I put this shit out every week whatever this podcast has turned into. Didn't think we'd be almost at 50 episodes of this when the name change began, the quarantine quickie editions. I was like, "Ah, I'll put out like 15 of these probably, you know, we'll goof around. Maybe I won't even have guests is what I was thinking at the beginning of quarantine. It's like, I'll just, I'll just do like a Bill Burr Monday morning thing where I just ramble. And I did that a little bit and I got very tired of myself. And so I had guests on and we adapted. Speaking of adapting, It finally happened, and I had to adapt. Somebody in my building got COVID. Oh, we don't have the air horn sound effect? Okay, I thought that's what we were going to do right there. Yeah, uh, if you've been listening to this show, even semi-consistently through quarantine, you know that I've been very close with my neighbors. Small little uh, commune here. Tight-knit units. Only six units in the whole building. And the one guy who got COVID is the one guy who's older and doesn't hang out with everybody because he's an adult and unfortunately is very high risk for several reasons, Uh, health reasons, living with AIDS, from what I understand. You know, if I had to guess, probably mid to late 60s. Devastating. Found out a few days after I'd just gotten my test results back from my most recent COVID test because I figured, hey, if we're going into a second lockdown here in California... Which, if you're not in California, ha, way to do a better job with this than we are. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was um, pretty startling to understand that. I just to find that out. Everybody in the building got in a group text and was like, okay, we all need to get tested now, even though, you know, we don't party with that guy. I have, you know, walked past him and, you know, we're not that separated here. So, and some people upstairs were saying that they were showing symptoms their test results have come back negative, the, the ones that have taken a test. So that's positive. It's, neg- it's positive that they're negative. Um, I'm getting another one this weekend before I leave town again. I don't think I have it, but I've also been absolutely overanalyzing light symptoms and like freaking out and probably giving my, you know, the brain has the power to heal, also has the power to make ill, I imagine. So I think I've been uh, psyching myself into thinking I have symptoms like shortness of breath. I'm like, no, that's just your anxiety that you always have. (laughs) But now you're focusing on it in a weird way. I have like a light runny nose just because it's cold out and I'm constantly outside. So out out in the air and occasionally get a little runny nose. I'm like, oh, that's clearly COVID. I'm probably going to die. Motherfucking libertarian neighbor, anti-mask, government can't tell you what to do. You can't legislate morality is his whole thing. You know, he's 25 and white 
an ill-informed but strongly opinionated as I, I saw him we had a we had a big I was gonna say fight we didn't have a fight we had an argument that I didn't want to get into but this dude is one of those guys who will turn any conversation into an argument because he just likes arguing so much and he is good at it he's good at debate with a capital D which you can be good at debate while defending a position that is not sound or is immoral, you can still be good at debating, you know, talk a bunch, make sure that you never appear to be wrong, switch things up when you start going down a path of uh, no return with your point and make it about something else, appeal to emotion, you know, logical fallacies, all that stuff, straw man, very good at all that shit. And we had gotten into an argument that night before that we found out that, you know, the upstairs neighbor had COVID and then the next day, I saw him leaving to go take his test and he's just mumbling about it's just the government trying to scare and I was so sick like he was doing all that typical government trying to make us scared it's not going to change anything but like we were like forcing him to go get tested I don't think he's done it so far because he doesn't have insurance or something I don't know what the fuck or they don't take his insurance I don't know I don't know what excuse he has but as he was mumbling that shit on his way out I was having a cigarette and I was just because of the night before and everything I was just like dude just shut the fuck up (laughs) I'm not going to engage in another argument with you after you try to defend your position that humans should evolve to not have empathy, fucking glorify, using the term sociopath interchangeably with neuroatypical, just all around frustrating week. Because uh, since then, you know, everybody's been quarantining, so I haven't really seen anybody and I've been used to like gotten used to hanging with uh the commune as a means of stress relief and socialization so now we're just back to getting really high and watching tv and playing video games and drinking alcohol by yourself instead of with friends but hey we all gotta suffer right if you have a libertarian in your building i advise you have them get a covid test too just like i don't care what they've been up to just make them get tested that plus some frustrating issues of the heart Not so much that anyone in particular did anything. I'm just being a lot at a lot of people right now. And I need to realize that this is not the year for that. (laughs) But I guess it was bound to happen at some point, you know. Isolation does strange things to a man. And occasionally when there's limited options within your quarantine circle and you pursue them, you might get hurt a little bit. But you also kind of deserve that because you're instinctively attracted to people who are going to hurt you. And that's a thing I've talked about with my therapist and I shouldn't be talking about in the intro probably. But yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Where you're like, oh, you're going to fuck my shit up. That is the hottest thing I could imagine. I'm sure there's nothing to unpack there. That's just happenstance, right? If you have a libertarian in your building, also make them go to therapy. I'm going to do a whole series of books like, you know, if you give a mouse a cookie or a moose a muffin, it's going to be if you give a libertarian uh, a platform, <laughs> then it's going to be uh, just a list of things that you should make your libertarian friends do. And I'm assuming you have them. I'm assuming you've been forced to become somewhat friendly with a libertarian in your life somewhere in 2020. It's frustrating, but hey, we keep on keeping on rolling with the punches, etc. Rolling with the punches here, of course, on Bleak and Review. We got a nice quarantine quickie coming up here. After this little musical interlude, there's going to be some kind of sponsored content. It might be something new. It might be something old. I haven't figured that part out yet, but I swear I'll let you know once I get there. 
And then after that, we have a returning friend of the show. You know him, you love him, you saw his name in the title. Andy Sell is back. The recently relocated to Minneapolis, Andy Sell. Podcaster of note, Ghoul School, ever heard of it? I did an episode. Go listen to that shit, too. Andy is uh, always a treat. We got, uh, we got into his whole brush with COVID that he's going through uh, right now. I don't want to spoil anything, but, you know, you could imagine what a brush with COVID would sound like or what it would be. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, Andy. Andy's uh, great, and I love talking to him, and I think that we did a great job of making content. So, <laughs> yeah, listen to that. You know, this is a podcast. That's what it's here for. Listen to it. Tell your libertarian neighbor that it's okay to cry. It doesn't make you less of a man. I'm assuming your libertarian neighbor is a man, by the way. All right, enough of that. Um, <laughs> so we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be back with more Bleak Interview Quarantine Quickie number 48 with Andy Sell after this. Are you concerned about COVID-19 but sick of social distancing? Do you desire protection against this virus but also close, intimate contact with fellow human beings again? Would you give your kneecaps to avoid getting a runny nose while simultaneously munching on some fresh b-hole? Introducing a revolutionary medical technique guaranteed to prevent you from ever being harmed by this novel coronavirus while allowing you to link up with several new friends. SARS-CoV-2 enters through your nose and mouth, but with this minor surgery, those areas will be permanently affixed to someone else's backside, like a permanent meat mask or booty bandana. And don't worry, this procedure won't clog up the already overtaxed hospitals. It'll be performed at a dirty flop house deep in Tarzana. We'll even offer free transportation, one of our many unmarked vans. Don't have insurance? Don't worry, this elective procedure is absolutely free. Did I say elective? Oopsies. You don't have a choice. We're coming for you anyways. We'll becoming part of this human covapede prevent the virus from entering your body? Oh, heavens no. But it can take up to 14 days for symptoms to appear, and you'll be dead long before then. So your fears of this nasty bug are officially over. Side effects may include bad breath, loss of appetite, and having an asshole sewn to your face. You should not participate in this surgery if you have anyone in your life at all who cares about you, even kind of. Ask a real doctor if the human covapede procedure is right for you and your family. Dr. Nap Amel is not a licensed physician, nor a licensed driver. In fact, this entire commercial was left on our voicemail after a missed call from the North Hollywood Police Station. Why he would waste his one phone call on ad copy is beyond us, but he paid for the airtime, and capitalism prevails again. Hooray, capitalism! own song by the way <laughs> coronavirus took, took my, my desk away <laughs> sheena is tested positive yeah yeah that's something yeah. there's something i don't want to test positive for coronavirus <laughs> i don't want to be vaccinated <laughs> 2020, 24 hours to go. <laughs> 2020, 20, what a fucking year. Don't make me vaccinated. 
that's already the that's the episode okay am i like super laggy on your end by the way or do i, uh, do, no, do I look like normal a like a tiny bit okay because it's very distracting to me to look at how laggy my own screen is so i'm just gonna look at your goddamn face don't do that that's gross all right i'm gonna end this podcast then <laughs> is that so is this fine audio yeah, no you sound great you sound great okay I'm just trying to. Uh, I just want to switch this to speaker view. Because I did bring my my H6 and my uh, mic, my regular microphone in here, but your fly like an H6. <laughs> See, yeah. that's that's a song. It's good. No, to, I know. It's good know. to see you. Is that a reference to uh, Cedar Rapids rapper Naughty Boy and his song? Uh, was it called Hawkeye Nation or something? And he's like, "Why didn't he call himself Cedar Rap- Rappin? Cedar Rappin? <laughs> you know, God, it hurts to laugh." Oh. Uh, <laughs> and that's speaking from emotional pain, right? Nothing, any, nothing. No, yeah, no, that has nothing to do with the virus. Uh, right? Yeah, God, yeah. It's Make good sure to see you. you t- it's good to see you too. It's very good to see you. I have missed you dearly, and I haven't been playing Overwatch either because of uh, many circumstances. And like, that's the only time that we've talked in a while is Overwatch. Well, it's crazy because the winter event just went live today. That's, Joe just texted me about that, and, and the if, skins are delightful. I can't wait to isolate just that clip and be like, "Serial killer Andy Cell." <laughs> yeah, the skins. The skins. I've let me tell you, I've been <laughs> murdering women in parking lots for thirty-two years, and the skins are delightful. You never get better skins than if you're at this bowling alley I grew up near. All oh, the skins were so good back then. Now these I mean, skins—they're so cut with tattoos and with body modifications. Well, that's that's why I moved to Minnesota. Right. You know? Because everybody in LA is like tiny and like tattooed, so I had to move to Minnesota to get the big, wholesome skins. You had to do you had to do twice the work for half the skins here. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, and that is actually a poetic metaphor for not making it in LA. That we're the thing that we're all doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. ripping off half, twice oh, the man. skin, and I'm getting less half the reward. And you know, there's there's, there's some dramatic irony there, certainly. We are recording, by the way. So. Oh, we are. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, when are we going to start? We're starting. I'm recording this through Zoom, baby. Oh, yeah. It says recording in the top left sure corner. Sure fucking does. Yeah, I was like, where's the Zencaster invite? What the fuck? I know, yeah, the Zencaster thing, it's fine, but I found that it's better. It's better to look at people when you talk to them. I don't, I don't you know disagree. if I agree. I don't think I agree with that. As somebody on the spectrum, I disagree. <laughs> somebody who... Uh-huh, uh-huh. What? I don't know. <laughs> what? I've been watching Cobra Kai. Oh, Cobra Kai. so good. Is it good? It's so good. It's... Kevin. I... It's so good. Everyone in my life has been telling me this and I think I'm getting windy city heated. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it must be good at this point, but I feel like everyone's the Ashton Kutcher is going to come around the corner and be like, just kidding. We made you watch the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tugging at collar, et cetera. Uh, that noise of course can mean only one thing. We are back here on bleak and review. <laughs> Classic Segway soundboard drop of just a man going, <laughs> making cartoonish fucking hesitation noises. 
Of course, I remain Kevin Anderson, and joining me all the way from the great state of Minnesota, Andy Sell is back here. You know him. Oh, you love gosh. him. Oh, gosh. Hello. Oh, hello there, Andy. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, all things considered, I suppose, if we're oh, going to yeah, get NPR Wait, with it immediately. I'll be honest, I'm terrible. Yeah. I was. It's great because I usually come into these episodes with, like, all of my bullshit and how I'm sad, but like I can't even begin to do that on this episode because you oh, got... sure you can. Oh, all right. Well, here's the thing: is like my PS4 is being weird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm at the point right now that if we're if my PS4 started being weird, that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap get... on 40 years of this life. <laughs> I get it. My neighbor literally uh, walked by. We were going to go do laundry together. And she's like, oh, I have a present for you. And just instinctively, I just went, oh, is it a bullet for my head? Is it what? I was like, oh, wait. Um, no, I forgot. It's 2 p.m. And these are people that are normal. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's like, actually, it was a PS5. But weird. I may have discussed what it was in the intro of this episode. I don't know yet because I, uh, I haven't recorded the intro yet. But it was... Uh, a ceremonial handing back of a pair of underwear I left at that place, signifying that this shall never happen again. Uh, <laughs> oh, one of those. <laughs> yeah, and this is me working on relatable material. You know how would you fuck wow. your neighbor? Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> fuck, but, uh, yeah, so that was, that's, that's just where my head's been at. And then I stubbed my toe like right after that, and then that when I was, that's when I was like, oh, right, I could just end it. Like, like if my PS4 started getting a little fuzzy, like if I had cyberpunk problems right now, oh, I, I would be, it would be over. Yeah. If other, if, if I could see my own dick on, <laughs> on the, that would see, be terrible. No, I'm just saying. Like, oh, because of the dick the size. Glitch, yes. The dick glitch. Yeah. Cause you can give your character girth in the game. Is that right? Yeah. See, that's yeah, and apparently like one of the glitches is like, pants that don't cover it up or something and there's just like a dick like poking through the pants sprites and it's like so they hopefully in that first patch that they do for all the the glitches they'll fix that and they'll give some trans characters actual roles <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. isn't there like isn't isn't this is gonna sound like but isn't there like like stereotypical like asian sex workers in it yeah too? Like, from what i understand yeah it's just like what are we guys from what i understand it's a game that takes place in the simultaneously in the future in 2077 and also in 1952 <laughs> <laughs> well it's like i just remember i like when remember when cyberpunk was just like a like a weird D D offshoot that like the industrial kids played oh wait, cyber yeah i remember i know the aesthetic of cyberpunk uh i never knew that it was like a tabletop game it makes sense like paranoia i believe is probably yeah. part of that energy well, it was like it was like the kids that weren't gothy enough for Vampire the Masquerade, right? Like, are these the this was their game? They were kind of like rave rave vamps, like rave goths. Yeah, they maybe? were like they were like the you know, yeah, rave you goths. Know, I you guess know. that's what you call it. Like, well, it's like how like ninety percent of the time somebody under the age of forty uses the word goth. They actually mean industrial, right? Um, and or actually, for my generation, that's interesting because for my generation goth was a blanket term for actually no emo was the term people call everything emo yeah, every, but yeah. but the, like everything from goth to like 
I don't know, somebody who was sad, like actually, <laughs> like that was that whole range of just like regular jock that's sad to goth was all emo. And it just kind of became like a catch all for like, oh, he wears black clothes and doesn't play sports. Right. And, and, and is brooding. Maybe might yeah. they might be a brooder. Yeah. And <laughs> every time somebody a- uses the blanket, I just kind of want to be like, look, there are subsets here and there's Venn diagrams at oh, work. God. And like and you, you gotta you gotta fill in the blanks for me. Does this guy smoke clove cigarettes? <laughs> does he does he read like uh, you know? Uh, is he into Victorian poetry or is he into knife play in the bedroom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does he use knives on himself or others? <laughs> that is a big that is a big demarcation point. Yeah, is, that's one of the <laughs> distinctions. If you use a knife on yourself, you're obviously emo. If you use it on others, you're goth. Obviously, uh, I didn't make the rules. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, that's how psychologists test for things in the future. Like, it's just, like, fucking chaos. Like, the rules, no, nothing makes any actual sense anymore. So we're just going off, like, weird standards set forth by, uh, uh, you know, aging white men. Let's just keep I, it with look, the Look, I don't know. Mic. We're just going to do this. I don't this care is fine. This, this, this is... I know how long people listen into the episodes per capita. It's fine. It doesn't so they're already not. <laughs> they're already, by the time the mic problem happens and I have to start using a laptop audio, they're gone. That doesn't matter. That's why I save all of my uh, uh, emissions of criminal acts that I do for the very end of the podcast. Yeah. So you better put in, you know, whichever fake commercial by Nadav or. Or uh, you, or you, or, if you got one. What? Hmm? I said you if you got one please send me content. No, I don't. I was going to I had I had a whole uh Tom Thumbneck thing and it just I it never got to record it. Now, now it's gone. That's okay, but maybe we could reprise that a little for listeners who wouldn't know because we did come back from technical difficulties. I will cut out most of that. So there will that will be an abrupt transition from what we were talking about to what this is right oh, now. Oh, that's what we love. That's what we, abrupt transitions. Uh, <laughs> but maybe I, I opened for them in college. <laughs> Abrupt transitions in a perfect circle play the same <laughs> the same show that I did. Uh, uh, it was a bar called Skeeters, and I know three women who were assaulted there. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, <laughs> this is all this is all just fan fiction of a of a life not well lived. But of course, Andy, you're here back on the pod. We haven't heard from you officially on Bleak and Review since the beginning of quarantine. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, was that like, like April, April or something? It must right? have been because this is episode 48 of the quarantine quickies, and I think you were on 13. So, Jesus. Weeks have passed, even though it feels like mere minutes, but also 100 years. And <laughs> the longest time. And you and were, not time at all. Not time at all, but the longest, the longest absence of time. <laughs> yeah. But you moved during all of this and live in a different place now. Yeah, I moved thousands of miles away <laughs> <laughs> how's that working out so far you moved thousands of miles away to stay indoors still yeah 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 uh it's weird like moving during a pandemic is um not ideal i can't imagine it would be it's not the ideal way to move no uh, but it also didn't really feel like it was that different i mean it was scary like most of our hotels were like you know, the doors open to the outdoor instead of like, there, it wasn't like a hallway through corridors. Parking lot right in front of the room, all that yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
because we had a cat with us so we mostly had to stay in like shitty places that allowed pets yeah just piss everywhere yeah um <laughs> and uh so yeah and that's so mostly not a concern there was like one hotel that we where it was like went in the lobby and we're like oh shit and of course it's in like nebraska right where nobody like, believes in anything a fucking mask right <clears throat> yeah i i had that i had a similar thing for a second because i've only um i stayed in a hotel recently but i was just by myself to take acid and joshua tree and i got a little sketched out pulling up like oh another family's checking in in the lobby in front of me and like they're all masked up and everything it was cool but like uh as soon as I saw that they were the only other family in this best Western besides me, the lone fucking 30 year old drunk who came here to take acid and party in his room by himself. I was like, Oh, this is actually cool. I can smoke weed in the parking lot. Like this is the most free of people I've ever been <laughs> was being at a hotel. Oh my God. Cause nobody was traveling. Was yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I keep moving. Yeah. You keep fussing. I keep moving. Well, I get it's like hard to get comfortable. You know? For the listener, Andy keeps picking up his laptop and faffing about his fucking room <laughs> <laughs> with with yes. only blank walls. So it's just like you're traveling through a void. Is all oh, I see. Yeah. So okay. So we haven't put up any art in the bedroom yet, mm. but we got stuff in the in the rest of the place. I'd show it to you, but I can't like this. No, this pick up your laptop some more. Right take me on a it. take a take the listener on an audio walking tour of what the wall art looks like in your apartment. Well, directly outside in the hallway, <laughs> we have the uh, theatrical one sheet for Friday the Thirteenth Part Seven: The New Blood. Oh my God! An original playbill for Birth of a Nation, Andy. What? No, what? <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> This is how easy it is to spread disinformation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, you, so you're a little, the drive was a little sketchy, but you're, you've been there for a few months now, it feels like. You've been settled in and then uh, yeah. uh, being in. How do you, I mean, I guess you haven't really been able to experience the city too much in a big no. way. So I was yeah. going to say, how is it compared to LA? But you probably don't even know yet. No, I don't. Like, I mean, I, I, I've been to Minneapolis a bunch uh before moving here like i've been i love this city and i have for a while but like yeah it's like i don't i can't get to know the new city i live in like (laughs) yeah i can't also like i we live in south minneapolis we live like really close to the george floyd memorial like oh yeah like really close to where the uprising was and like where the lightning struck yeah, so there's like also like entire stretches of street where like buildings are boarded up and like it's just like well, wow, that was a business. Yeah, God, yeah, that's gotta that's gotta be the most surreal shit in the world to like literally move into the epicenter of a quasi apocalypse scenario. Like this is how it feels. I imagine yeah. like it's like it's like moving into the fucking play like the place for the beginning of 27 days later or whatever <laughs> well yeah and like a big part of why i was like when we moved i was like i really want to get uh registered to vote here yes was i mean in addition to like it being a, i mean minnesota is a blue state it's it's like the last three elections has or the last three presidential general elections has led the nation in voter turnout which obviously means it's going democrat um yeah yeah that's 100 percent right <laughs> yeah, when you're not suppressing the vote uh the you know states go blue what a surprise well um, actually i have different stats from a website called <laughs> americanfacts.blogspot.org and i would i would counter <laughs> um ftp slash 
FTPLE slash true sons of ISIS. I don't know what that means. I think they mean no. the band. No, you will be ta- you will be redirected to an Enzite natural male enhancement uh, landing page. <laughs> yeah. I encourage you to click through their materials and then proceed to our site because yeah, it's just powered the tr- by Stormfront at the bottom <laughs> for some reason. Stormfront sounds like a fucking ED pill, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. Listen, ever since me and my wife, ugh, though, remember yeah. I remember back in the glory days, you know, we had our passions. But ever since I turned 50 and can't throw a baseball like I used to, I've relied on Stormfront for my <laughs> raging hard erections. <laughs> uh, Stormfront hammer skin. Get it today. Stormfront um, <laughs> hymns from Stormfront. <laughs> uh but yeah so, that's, that's wild that's wild as shit and uh, so yeah. i wanted to be able to vote for because the defunding the police measure was supposed to be on the ballot mm. and then guess not they fucking said nope actually turns out we forgot i don't know yeah they they decided to remove it so then i'd already registered here and i was like well I mean, your vote probably matters more there than in California as a liberal. Yeah, I mean, I'm person. bummed that I didn't get to vote no on uh, Prop 23. Uh, yeah, the, 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 the Uber one, the Lyft yeah, one? Yeah, the one that basically allows Uber and Postmates to write laws. <laughs> no, here's the thing, Andy, that you don't understand, but what my 25-year-old libertarian neighbor who probably has COVID does understand is that when you let people do whatever they want, everything works out. <laughs> See, I, look, I cannot measure my 40 years of lived experience against the DMT ramblings of a kid who's probably never had good sex. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. I mean, the dude lives on a food sm- He listens to Joe Rogan, I bet. So he's more informed than I am. I don't All think- I have is, uh, you know, being a soy boy cock. Yeah, life. and and I've been meaning to talk to you about that. Could you consider uh, the thing is that when you drink soy, you care about people, and I've been asking you to stop doing that oh, yeah. because Actually, because it's it gay, but also that, a cuck somehow. <laughs> that, uh, empathy is is a byproduct of vaccines. So, holy shit! <laughs> we weren't we weren't born with empathy. We're not supposed to have empathy. I don't that, know if you know that. That is. Dude, like I almost choked for real on my my beer right now because that I got into an argument two nights ago with that neighbor about is uh, empathy a his position was is empathy a, a flaw in the human thing that's being bred out by evolution and I know it's just because he was feeling sad and he's very not in touch with his emotions because he probably found out that night that he got COVID. So like, he's like doubling down instead of being in touch with his emotions, just like, no, we're supposed to not feel anything. Cause that's easier. Well, that's the thing, man. That's like that whole, I mean, I can't even say, cause like, it's like the goth thing, man. There's so many subsets. There are so many subgroups of, so many of, reasons of that people be right wing horseshit yeah. now. There's so many. There's so many estuaries and uh, 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 pivots and 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 different rivers that flow from the same like main water source of like terrible right wing like individualist yeah. thinking. Yeah. But people get there from every kind of place and all kinds of canoes. It's crazy. Yeah. But for a lot of it now, like I guess pun intended, the fucking mask is off. And they're just like straight up saying like outright, like, no, caring is stupid. Yeah. I saw that guy post that I I don't even remember. 
I, this is the problem. There's so many of these fucking blue check nightmare, like, Stephen like Crowder all ben, They're all some form of Ben Shapiro. Yeah, like Stephen Crowder and, and Ben yeah, Shapiro. And, and yeah, those guys, yeah. Like all of these dipshits. And one of them the other day was like, as a lifelong Catholic, you know, it's, it's, it's sad to watch the Catholic Church, this new liberal pope, Embrace the notion of caring about other, like straight up, is like he thinks that helping others is the way to heaven or whatever. And it's like that's what Jesus thought. Like, what? What is this? What, what is you, what is religion to you? What yeah, is Catholicism? Is just like self interest is duh. That's the most important. And it's like, oh, they don't even they don't even bother trying to hide it anymore. They're just no. outright like the signs now say like I don't give a shit about you. Yeah, like literally, fuck you. I want my haircut. Was like the thing, the energy that we get, like they gave off earlier at like yeah. the beginning of lockdown, and that has only become it's, more. It's gotten worse. Yeah, it's only got worse, and like like everything has gotten worse. Like my own mental problems are getting worse for sure. Yeah. I'm sure yours aren't great. Um, <laughs> Dude, I haven't. I've been like, I've been oh, off my meds the whole fucking time. Basically. Oh, gee. you're Eddie Pepitone in it. You're like, I want to be conscious for the horror. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was up till 6 a.m. last night, just heart racing, mild panic attacks, just for no reason other than, you know, maybe my building has COVID now. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, but like, dude, I mean, I mean, yeah, we'll get into, we definitely can get into that if you want to. But yeah, I was just say yeah. to say to tie up this thread, like everybody's shit is exacerbated, obviously, as my therapist has said too, which makes me feel better about how crazy I've been acting. But like, when it's already based in that toxic mindset of like, well, fuck you. I don't want my life to change. I don't give a shit about anybody else because I was raised that way mm -hmm. in a society that uh, rewards that. It's only going to get worse until people can like get mental health back. And then like they, they, some of them might just stay terrible, but some of them I think will dial it yeah. back. Well, I don't know if we talked about this before, but it's like we're going through like, a, you know, it's a collective traumatic event for everyone very much you know? so yeah it's like we all went to war together and a lot of people fucking died in combat yeah died. and people are going crazy like people are saying shit like even on our quote-unquote side whatever yeah like I i'm seeing people that i love and respect saying shit that they think is helping that's just like out like it's the same energy like I'm exactly no this, i know what you this, mean i know what you mean this fucking like if you did this thing, if you drank four loco, you don't get to worry about the vaccine or whatever. And it's like, that's like the same energy as slut shaming. Like, do you get that? Like you're yeah. saying, like, I think, if I think you did like, this one irresponsible thing. You don't get to worry about, I mean, like I get, like, I'm all about the vaccine. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, like in any not. stretch by any means, but also like, yeah, some people have a right to be worried about, especially this administration like yeah that's the thing pfizer i'm sorry pfizer's an evil fucking company like it's yeah. okay to be a little skeptical about this like yeah, like, I like, I, yeah. i'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch but like when you start saying shit like that you're a fucking asshole yeah i mean it's in the same with the same thing as like and yeah if it's sent for a laugh line or whatever like as a bit like sure but like um, the 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 but what you're to a larger degree of how people on you know the quote unquote left whether that means liberal liberal or actual leftist or you know like uh, yeah, yeah well that's the other thing too yeah, like like virgin people, woke 
virgin woke scolds versus actual leftists, um, <laughs> which yeah. is my favorite delineation. But like, that is like that kind of thing. Like, even though it's probably like framed as a joke, whatever is like similar to like, well, if you're a criminal, you shouldn't be able to vote. Like ex cons shouldn't be like, it's that, it's that same energy. It's kind of that. Yeah. Right. It's this, it's got the same energy. It's a blanket like, it's energy. The same, it's the same thing as like, you know, like I, as someone who's had more than one STI in his life. Ooh. Like, it's, don't it's brag. Like, we're not, a, we're not a plugs yet. <laughs> Somebody fucks. <laughs> Follow me at uh, Andy underscore cells. So two, two STIs out there on the market right now. You can pick those up. <laughs> Uh, Amazon Prime, I've got herpes. <laughs> you can check me out on Hulurpies, uh, <laughs> which might be the episode title. <laughs> we'll find out. But no, I, I totally oh get it. I absolutely get it. And I've, I've actually talked to a few people on the show about that. I, I remember me and Kersia Steele talking about that, the, the extent of like when there's somebody who pops up in someone's social media sphere who doesn't know what's going on necessarily sees the phrase defund the police or a cab. And it's like, I don't get this. My cop, like, I know a nice cop. Can someone explain this to me? Instead of talking to that person, you go, well, your cop, your fucking friend who's a cop's a piece of shit. I mean, all right. And you should all That's kill yourselves. Like, like okay. Kind yeah, of yeah, your friend who's a cop is probably a piece of shit though. <laughs> Like, but like, but like, you approach it with like a yelling in their face thing instead yeah, of like, well, it's, hey, here's a. It's like that whole thing about. of like, it's not my job to teach you, and it's like, well, it is. It kind of it like it's all of our jobs to teach people. Like, that's if we refuse to teach everybody it's, it's, who don't know, then they're just gonna let other people teach them things that are incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> or well, and it's. I mean, it's like it's like people misusing the term identity politics. It's people misusing the term emotional labor. Mm -hmm. Like, if they don't understand where these notions come from. And right. then, like, they grab onto it and it's like, well, this is my cudgel that I get to hit you with now. And Right. Um, but it's this, yeah, it's the same kind of thing. Like, people being, like, you know, shamey about, like, stay home, wear your mask. I mean, I get it. Stay home, wear your mask. Obviously, fucking, we should all be doing that. But right. also, like, the government's not helping anybody live. No, not at all. You know? Like, we're all, everybody's going broke. People are getting evicted. Like, you know, no, and, and like, fuck Cuomo, fuck Newsom, like all these, yeah. all these like so-called liberal Democrat politicians are just as bad as the Republicans. I'm yeah. saying it; they are just as bad. I, I, I can't. Uh, that's the thing I always have to remind whenever I get, I, whenever I accidentally get into an argument with this fucking child libertarian, uh, he'll come at me with like, "Well, you know the Democrats." I'm like, "Dude, dude, what? Yeah. What have I ever said that says that I give a shit and fucking support <laughs> any Democrat that's in office anywhere? Basically, like, yeah. like I've never, you know, that's not where I'm. We both want this to burn down. You just want to build it crooked and in, leading into a pit of fire, and I want to build it towards like you know a nice patch of yeah. garden and maybe some flowers and trees. <laughs> yeah, I want to help people. You want to put human skulls on pikes <laughs> at every fucking mile marker on the highway as a reminder <laughs> that death is always there. No, he wants, he wants to put human skulls, but he wants to pay somebody whatever he thinks is justified to put human skulls on bikes by the highway. Like, I, I should be able to pay him eight dollars. Well, make the yeah. prisoners do it. Because if they don't like it, they can go find another skull ripping job somewhere else. <laughs> I just that's think- That's the difference. But like as but to see like that same kind of moral panic, social stigma energy around like, you know, oh, you have an STI, you're a slut, or you, right, you know, right. you, you deserve it. Like it's the same thing of like, we've created this moral panic around COVID, and we've created right. this social stigma around COVID, and 
and and it's like you know so like people are like i okay i'm gonna say i have COVID. i tested positive yep. for it yes this last week um <clears throat> did i deserve it you know what i mean like and listen like, i definitely write it and i wasn't know. working i was being as safe as i possibly could but exactly. also like i don't feel the need to justify that to anyone right like but i'm afraid to tell people Right, because it's like I feel like I'm gonna get this judgment shit. Of like, you were oh, obviously were you... being irresponsible, and yeah. Oh, did you go to the grocery store? Yeah. Then did you buy fucking food for your head? family? You fucking yeah. piece of shit. Like, yeah, that, and that's that's the thing. Like, because to an extent, like, yes, you tested positive for COVID. Somebody in my building, as of yesterday, tested positive for COVID, which means that there's I'm getting tested again. I was tested literally like the day before this yeah. was revealed, so my test is already out of date. So I have to get another one. But like, there's a chance that I might test positive. And I've been, for the most part, other than like hanging out with my neighbors like that live in this building, which is only 12 of them, yeah. uh, uh, and who all stay at home most of the time, like I've been very conscientious about that. And if I caught it and, I've, and I posted like, hey, I had COVID, people would be like, oh, well, you probably were fucking uh, making out with people on trains and stuff. And like, because <laughs> <laughs> like, you, well, yeah, you were telling me. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like, it's like, I don't. I don't want other side of it. You know what I mean? I don't want the people that are going to be like, well, what did you do to get it? You know? Cause that's the other thing is that a lot of like the, you, some you of the people I have told have been like, how did you get it? And practice, it's always practice, like, I practice. know how I got, <laughs> cause if I knew how I got it, I wouldn't have got it. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way to tell like, absolutely. Like, and that's the thing is like, how'd you get it? It's like, well, Oh, there's an obvious answer. And it was that time I jumped in a pool of COVID. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Thing? Like, yeah. like what oh, do you want probably, from me? Uh, I was look, I was just, I, I lined up a bunch of uh, strangers. I, what I did here is what I did. I went to the Here's target. what I did. Here's what I did. Here's what I did. I went to the Target. Okay, not not the one in Richfield, the one in a diner. We all know. And uh, the one know. in a diner. So it's a, a diner, a big no, diner. A diner. It's a it's a, oh, it's a, it's a said, section of mini. You said like a Kentucky hut. It was like a diner with a little Target in it. Ah, uh, me and Paulie went to the diner. <laughs> to the diner we decided we'd get some clothes there too i just i went and i just found uh i had look i had a system of course i wasn't just grabbing dudes willy-nilly i had a system i grabbed any guy in overalls okay they had to be wearing if they were in overalls they, that's the criteria i yes. grab them i take them outside okay we go to um we go to one of those gyms oh, I love you know, where where it's all uh no masks and like yeah. we've been fined a bunch of times and they've made a, they've gone viral with a bunch of like real men don't ask permission or forgiveness memes yeah yeah rapists and, uh, yeah we went to that gym <laughs> and uh and i just lined all these dudes in overalls and i just had them hang dong okay and then so i just went board. down a line and I just and i had them each uh uh cough into my mouth before i blew them <laughs> okay i was wondering if their dongs are out just so they could cough and i, I didn't know that <laughs> <laughs> i did that uh, 12 times in a row. Oh, geez. And so, and I don't understand how I got COVID. You know, well, I, I don't, I was we safe. All, we all celebrate Hanukkah differently. And I understand that. <laughs> that was your thing. <laughs> I yeah. just, I like, it's like, I mean, obviously I was, I was as safe as I thought I was, could be. Right. There was, there was one, there was one, like every, like I've hung out with a neighbor. Sure. You know, who's also my best friend who also has been in like a quarantine isolation kind of scenario. He's not right. going out. He's not doing things, not hanging out with a bunch of people like, you know, uh, mostly masks on outside. Mm. Um, but also like none of this is anybody's fucking business. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. 
I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I can assure you, I'm not being reckless. I'm not being irresponsible. Right. Um, but on the other side, like, I also don't want a bunch of people who don't actually give a fuck about me. Like, I'm not going to post about it on Facebook being like, bad news, y'all, I tested positive for COVID. Just to have, like, you know, 40 people who didn't say goodbye to me when I left L.A., you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're not in my life. Let me hit you with a care react and a hugging gif. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't even like my first choice, but it, I didn't want to scroll through two pages of gifts when I typed in hug. So I just went with this one because it's from community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, I get being like, I don't know. There are people that I try to like, I don't know. I feel like a dickhead. No, no, no. I get what you mean. Like, here's the thing is, is the, this year, uh, going back to the thread of this year heightening so much shit in our lives, like it is also for me, and I'm sure for you as well, heightened a sense of, wow, I really only consider about 20 people in comedy to be like friends. Like oh, friends, yeah. like yeah. I have so many people in my sphere that like when I'd see them at Mike's, we're the best friends ever. We see them at shows, like hell yeah. The amount of radars that I have dropped off of and people who have dropped off of mine and then, but when they show up for something like that, it does make you, it does feel disingenuous and it makes you think yeah. about that. Not to say that they're doing anything wrong by reaching out in that moment. Like, oh, I yeah. do like Andy and I hope he's okay. But it's like, were we talking on the phone to see how each other was doing this whole time? Or is this a thing you feel obligated to do? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, I already, and I'm, here's the thing. I'm bad about it too. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Everybody bad knows. about keeping in touch with people. Like, occasionally I've been texting people when I'm like, oh, I miss so-and-so. And right. Text them. Like, yeah, like, I got I wasted mean. and texted you the other night because me and Hollis were telling our favorite Andy Sell jokes, and I was blackout drunk, and I texted you. And that's oh, mostly... All three of them? What, all three of them? <laughs> all three of Andy Sell's jokes. Oh, I thought, I thought you said all three of them got blacked out. I was like, wait, who else? <laughs> 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 but, like, honestly, there's so many people who... I have, I've said this and had it said to me from so many people. It's just like, yeah, I just haven't been able to, like, keep in touch with people. Like, it's, yeah. and that's where we're at. Like, it's, we're at this critical point of, like, I was at, like, every weekend we were doing a Google Hang at the beginning of this. And I was, like, keeping in touch with all my friends and stuff. And it just dropped off significantly. And everyone's just fucking isolating and feeling yeah. terrible and angry and crazy yeah. all the time. And it's great that this is a comedy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, well... What else can you do, though? I mean, we're all, everybody's kind of fried, you know. But to be, to be, but in all honesty, how did you get COVID? No. <laughs> After <laughs> all that, I sucked up. Oh yeah, that's right. You sucked all the dicks and coughed in the mouth. Did you cough into their dicks also? No. Did you sound them with dick with cough? <laughs> Look. I I've brought up sounding porn so much on this podcast recently. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I don't even see. Here's I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's when you shove stuff, uh, objects down the dick hole, like uh, vi glass vials, pencils, pens. Uh, I, w I wanted to say clothes hangers, but that's probably not. I haven't seen that. I just imagine it's called sounding. Sounding. Yeah. Why is it called that instead of? Ah! <laughs> something that makes more sense like yeah ah, like just a sustained scream dick hole rippery yeah. oh god don't yeah. even sometimes mm. fingers you know if you get it loosen up enough i don't know i guess it's just it's just someone's if hey i don't want to kink shame here but yikes <laughs> <laughs> 
And it has come up. I very much need to apologize to the listeners at this point because in about four weeks, this is the third time sounding has come up on Bleak and Review. So I apologize if this has been the reason you've stopped listening, but you thought you were safe with an Andy Sell episode. Uh, It's his fault. It is, it is my fault. I brought it's it never up. your fault. Absolutely, I brought it up. It's my, my idea. I texted Kevin before this and was like, let's make sure to do this. Um, We're talking yeah, about dickhole porn or I walk, is what you said. <laughs> or I walk off a bridge. Off a bridge. What were you going to say? I'm sorry, I cut you off with more riffs. I don't know. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I don't know. I mean... Comedy sucks. Everybody in it's an asshole. Who cares? I... I miss comedy for some stuff oh my so God. Much, dude the worst jazz. thing ever was I, so i did this unpop show last week oh yeah i was, was uh, <laughs> i was supposed to be on that but i was not mentally well enough to perform yeah that's fair i i you know i can't even remember if i did uh, other door this year i don't I remember i had to have gone to other door at least once or twice in january probably or like february maybe maybe yeah. i don't know i don't remember the la- i couldn't tell you outside uh, of that though this was the first comedy i'd done all year that's crazy right um yeah and like i haven't even been doing zoom shows and like i mean here's this this i mean i more or less quit comedy like uh, four years ago you know three years ago you, I, I didn't quit i just kind of fell off of it because some shit came up and that was a big part of why i was reluctant to really get back into it was that like nobody gave a shit right like no, like all these people it's that so I disposable for years, I can count on one hand the people that literally straight up asked me where I'd been or what was up with me. Right, one hand, I yeah, can yeah. Count the number of people that actually gave a fuck. That's kind of um, how I feel about. I think I think that. So you've kind of were already prepped for that uh, quarantine distancing of that shit because you've already experienced it to some yeah. extent. Uh, yeah, I think I think for me because I was doing the open mic every week and seeing people so often and like going to Joe's shows every week and like the good night and stuff, and, like we just felt like I had this community. But like, yeah, it's I, I I not to say that I only like like a certain amount of people in comedy because I love a lot of people in comedy like they're great and I enjoy seeing them. But the amount of people that have been like actively communicating or making an attempt to communicate with me is gotta be like one percent of my facebook friends list you know what i mean like yeah. just crazy small number yeah. but that's just what's happening and i don't take well, that yeah, off- like, i'm not I mean, offended right now it's like who knows like there's so much it's weird because there's nothing going on but there's so much going on right you know like it's not every nobody's doing well <laughs> nobody is doing well and circling back to this point right that like no everybody's brain is just busted Oh, so you've been an avid listener of the podcast then, because that's been the running theme for about 40 episodes now is nobody's doing well. Everyone's brain is busted. I'm on my third drink of the night. What's up? (laughs) I can't even like, I mean, this whole time, you know, like the, 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 that's the other thing too, right? The productivity crunch, the like, Oh, the pandemic to create something. And it's like, how my brain is screaming the entire time. Yeah. I I've been trying real hard to do that and I've had good moments of it, but then I've also like had moments of just complete derailment and detachment from that where I am just like, I get what the bare minimum needs to be done for me to survive, which is like work. And then like, I'll get the podcast done at the very last minute. And then like anything after that, my brain goes, I could do extracurricular projects right now. I could write a screenplay. I could work on that rap album. Nope, I'm going to get piss-ass drunk and fucking smoke a bunch of weed and pass out because I fucking need it. It's like the energy yeah. I've had up for like at least 50% of quarantine. I mean, I've been lucky in that I've been like cooking and baking a lot. Yeah. Um, 
but even that, not without, I can't fucking do that. I can't, I'm not allowed to be in the kitchen. Oh, the old ball and chain. So mad that you got COVID. You can't cook for her anymore. No, like that's the CDC. It's <laughs> like, you, you shouldn't be touching food or anything. <laughs> Don't know. need dough right now. You motherfucker yeah. <laughs> with your sickly hands. Uh, so you said it's so like, I can't like, I can't, I'm can't trying to stay in here. And like, it's basically just playing video games. Like I can't, you know, yeah, and that only and that only goes so far. That only goes so far because that's been a big chunk of my shit too. Like, like I know Overwatch Winter Skins and Winter Sessions just happened, so maybe I'll jump back into that. But like, you have to look. May's Penguin Skin is the best <laughs> thing that has ever happened. I'm I missed out on the Flying Dutchman during Halloween because I didn't play enough. So I'm not gonna overcorrect and get the May Penguin suit. I think is what's happening. Yeah, even though I never fucking play May. I, look, I got really into May. I'm pretty good with May now. I'm a good May. I, I got pretty into May. That's what I've been doing with my COVID uh, pandemic time. Is uh, is learning how to freeze. Getting, I've been developing skills with May. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's good. At least you're not out there insisting on spreading disease. You know. <laughs> yeah, at least I'm not a fucking Hanzo main. <laughs> oh, by the way, all Reaper and Hanzo mains don't wear masks. That's just a oh, fact. Sure. I'm surprised they haven't given Reaper a voice line yet that's like... <laughs> it's like Julie. It's just Giuliani's voice. It's, just, <laughs> it's, Giul it's Giuliani saying, uh, would you mind removing that so we can hear you more clearly? And then her, a woman just going... It's like one of those back and forth between the characters in the lobby before the game starts, you know? It's like Reaper goes, hey, uh, Widowmaker do you mind taking your mask off so that the people can hear you more? And Widowmaker goes, can everyone hear me fine? They go, yeah. And Reaper <laughs> goes, okay, I guess I'll pull my dick out then. <laughs> I think, you know, I think, I think Reaper just, when he gets Death Blossom, he just jumps in and he rips a Giuliani fart. <laughs> and then one of his teeth falls out. <laughs> it would, honestly, honestly, and this is not a bit, 2020 would make so much sense if Rudy Giuliani just admitted he was Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, just like... See, it was part of a government <laughs> experiment to... Uh... <laughs> if people who are listening don't know Overwatch, Reaper is the typical edgelord character with a skull. Yeah, he literally has a voice line that's too edgy for you. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the shade of the night who also like works for essentially Blackwater, like, like Halliburton. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, he's basically a corporate stooge in the game. So he's like a Dick Cheney lackey, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that's why we're making fun of Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, who, uh, man, if there's... Here's the thing. Is what I so yeah, 2020 has a hero. <laughs> It's if if coronavirus kills Rudy Giuliani, then COVID will be the hero of 2020. How can we just? I'm sorry. Yes. Can we talk about how Herman Cain is the only one it's got? Like, what the fuck? I would like to talk about that. I mentioned we've talked about it briefly when it was more, but yeah, that is interesting because a like everybody, everybody in like the even this even the, this virus is playing by horror movie rules. Come on, this is worse shit. This is such a B-movie year of fucking cobbled together last-minute slasher flick nonsense. Yeah, because everybody's got it, and Giuliani's not going to die from it, obviously. Trump didn't die. Fucking, uh, what's his name? Steve Miller didn't die from it. Of course I'm I mean, not going to die. Yo, no, well, no, that's unfortunately by horror movie rules. <laughs> you would be the next to go. If it was Herman Cain and then you, that would... <laughs> 
That would be well, unfortunate. Hey, I'm, I'm in good company, at least. You'd be, yeah, yeah. You, legends. You, you both could fucking play Yahtzee in hell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but how fucked up would that be if I went to the same place Herman Cain did when I died? Like, how? Oh, like, can yeah. you imagine Herman Cain being like, what? Why? I, I think, I think, oh, yeah. You just, there, hell has to be full of people who disagree. <laughs> it has to be like aggressively full of people who disagree. But I, then I wonder because hell is supposed to be theoretically separated by your sins, right? Like what layer of hell you're in, like, you know, whether it's avarice or greed or lust or whatever, mm-hmm. like you're with all those people. And so, I don't know, would you think you and Herman Cain would have the same cardinal sin? I don't know what his is. Yours is probably, I don't know, eating pussy too good or something. I don't know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got a little drunk. Uh- <laughs> no, my, uh, I mean, I also, I also created Godfather's Pizza, so I'm, it's the same same problem, same crime. So it depends on your branch of uh, what, what chain. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. What about Papa Murphy's? Where's he going? How, he's got COVID, right? He Probably. All of the Papas have to have it. Everybody's, <laughs> anybody who goes by Papa anything is COVID positive, fucking quote me on that. I don't give a shit. Come at me with your facts. I'm going to Steven Crowder this and just boldly claim a thing with nothing Papa to back John, it up. Papa John, Papa Murphy. Papa Uncle Smurf. Bear, Papa Smurf. <laughs> paparazzi. Everyone who's in the paparazzi has it. Because <laughs> they're trying to take pictures of celebrities with COVID. And they're getting too close for comfort. I don't know. I don't. Do you have any hope for the next the, for twenty twenty one? I mean, I know we're going to be Why? in on for most. Of it. I don't know. What do you cling? Do you cling to anything? No. It's okay. <laughs> no, I. I not like that. I've been look. You guys, I've just basically just been dissociative since mid March. Yeah. Yeah. I get like that. I don't. I... Yeah. Big. I'm just removed. I'm not, I'm not clinging to anything. I'm That's just int- not in the world. I remember last time you were on the show. Uh, so this is, again, this is back in like April or late March or something, you know, early quarantine stage. Uh, you would give it the one joke that always stuck out in my head that you made, which was very funny, but it was, uh, you were talking about, you know, being quarantined with Taylor and how like, that was like ble- a blessing, right? Like that was good mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and then you made a joke. So like, Oh yeah, what's it like to go through this shit alone? Dipshit. Like that was a very funny joke. I'm not bringing it up to be like, you asshole. I'm saying it because it adds context to where I think we've both ended up, which is I have been romantically insane desperately needing somebody to go through this with and having dramatic highs and lows with my heart while you've been like on that crock pot burn of somebody that you love and live with so that's why you've dissociated and i feel great when my heart feels good and when it doesn't i want the whole country to explode (laughs) so you know what i mean and i really thought you were going to be like where we are now uh being you have covid and i don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where we're at now, dipshit. <laughs> Turns out all you got to do is fucking jack off and you don't get COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my big hill that I want to die on for sure is that masturbation is the true vaccine. But uh, that's not true. None of this is true. I got drunk again on the podcast. I apologize, listeners. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just remember, I just think like I have been, because I've gone through a lot of dissociative phases for sure and like checking out, but I've also like noticed that I start, feeling more positive about the world in general like in the way of like okay it can get better and things can't like i have those smallest shred of hope for the future when there was 
something going on in my life that made me feel like I had a partner <laughs> to some extent, whatever, however minimal that was. And then when that was ripped away from me, like so many tablecloths under fully set dinner places and everyone goes, ah, uh, flowers are still standing. Yeah. Flowers are still standing. But when I get started, you know where that fucking cloth goes though, right? Back in the back room with all the dirty dishes and the stink. <laughs> That's where it goes. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. It's an interesting ride, but we're basically at the same point, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm putting that evil on you. You're like me. I don't I guess I I I don't I don't know what I think. That is I don't, I don't is that weird? No, I don't that know. is the most honest thing anyone's ever said on a podcast. Yeah. I turned 40. Yeah. This year I turned 40 literally on the day that I turned 40, I was packing up a storage pod with all of our shit in our tiny ass studio apartment in Studio City to move halfway across the country to a place where neither of us had jobs. That's fucking like terrifying. to a place that had like just gone through, uh, you know, this whatever Huge you want to call civic, it. Uh, I mean, civil uprising. Essentially. Yeah. Civil uprising, which is, I mean, which, it, it, honestly, like that was an inspirational thing to me. That was like a thing was like, yeah, I'm going to this place where like, the fucking people don't take this shit. Yeah, I, re I remember you had posted before you moved something along the lines of, uh, yes, you can all stop asking me. I'm still moving to Minneapolis after the George Floyd thing. I got happened. so many, like... <laughs> Are you still going there? I hear it's dangerous huh? now. I hear it's dangerous now. I hear they're looting out there. Are you sure you want to move to that whole city because one building got fucked up? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to help burn down more yeah, fucking... Yeah, I'm, bring I'm bringing gas, asshole. <laughs> no, I like I yeah, no, that's crazy. And I can't even imagine how that felt like to be, it's such, it's a, it's a, it's double plus uncertain times. If I may yeah. mash up an old phrase and a new phrase. Yeah. And then I, I like, you know, the first time I did stand up this year really was that zoom show. Right. And I did that. That was Friday night. And then, uh, and it felt great. And I was like, Oh man, I love stand-up again. I Did you do things. like stand-up? And like then I got a positive COVID result <laughs> that night. You probably got like, it from the Zoom show. And it's just like, who, man, who knows? Like, who gives a shit? It's like the first, my first, one of my first jobs in LA, not the first job, but one of the early ones I had was a PA. I was a set PA for a Spanish language Burger King commercial. Ooh. And it was, it was both the best day at a job that I've ever had and the worst day at a job that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. uh, the worst being I got there at four 30 in the morning. Very first thing that happens is they take the, uh, I, I can't remember if it was second AD or whatever location. Somebody was like, Oh, you're set PA. Okay. This is the alley we're shooting in. You need to clean it. Clean this filthy alley. 4.30 in the morning, an alley, downtown Los Angeles. So it's dark out. Was there human shit in it? Oh, yeah. you better believe there was human shit in it. This human shit that it evolved to have a mild sentience, I would yeah. imagine. And they were like, and they gave me a push broom. And they're like, this is what you get to clean all of the uh, broken bottles and syringes and human shit and piss and puke out of this alley with. This is what you woke at, up for. At 4.30 in the morning, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is what I woke up for. Um, and I was like, well, can I have coffee at least, please? <laughs> uh, 
And then later on, the, the last thing I had to do that day was, this was a commercial where the, this guy in an evil chicken costume was throwing a, cat, a kitten into a dumpster. And uh, I had this, they had me sit in the dumpster with, <laughs> Bernie, the cat? with Bernie blankets to catch the cat. I was the kitten wrangler. You were the kitty catcher. Yeah. So they'd throw this cat in and I'd catch it and like hold it close to me to keep it from, you know, getting away in this dumpster. It was a clean dumpster, by the way. Brand oh, new yeah. Dumpster. yeah. Yeah. You're like, I cleaned it earlier in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> they clean all the shit out of it. Uh, and, um, Oh, the cat was amazing. It's a kitty purring, uh, adorable, and it was pure like, joy. Oh, this is the greatest thing, you know, Hollywood, right? Hey, dream. Hollywood, sitting in um, the dumpster catching cats. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, yeah, okay, you know, you can have a shitty day and a great day together, and I Absolutely. think in a lot of ways, maybe this year is that. I mean, I don't know. Here's the other thing, though: is like people are fucking dying. Yeah, and the government's not doing shit about it, and none of all of us are going broke. Like it's. None of us can see our parents. People's parents are dying. People like the cops are still getting away with fucking murder everywhere. Mayors, the mayor, like Garcetti almost got a fucking Biden Biden administration position. Like Mayor Pete is the secretary of transportation. Yes, Mayor. You don't even have public transportation. Like Mayor Pete, or as I call him, gay Mitch Romney. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I just I realized I just called him Mitch Romney. Mitch Romney. I think that's what his name is. Mitch Romney. Mitch Romney. That's what we call him. Mitch Romney would have been the joke, but you're the bisexual here, so you can make that joke. I can't. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Seller. Sorry, I can't. It's like don't. I hope you don't cancel me for. Yeah, put your mask on to cough. You fucking disease-riddled fuck. Uh, you are the first person on Bleak Interview Quarantine Quickies that has uh, COVID. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Trailblazer. 48th time's a charm. Uh, <laughs> Just call me McAuliffe. Call me McAuliffe. Uh, Andy, we are about at the end of our time here, I believe. Really? I've I'm barely sorry. been paying. No, it's perfect. I've barely been paying attention because we're recording on Zoom. So, like, I've just been looking at the clock and I'm like, oh, it's been over an hour, I think. So, we should probably. Has it really? I don't even know. I don't know. Again, we've we've covered this. Time doesn't mean anything anymore. You know? It doesn't. Especially how quickly August went by. I don't even remember. No, no, no. Sorry. Did August go by quickly? I don't remember August. I I couldn't tell you a single thing. I I feel like August actually went on forever. And then, oh, God, November. That was a flash. That was just fucking. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell you if anything in my recent memory happened last week or in September. I don't know. I don't know anymore. It all blends together. I see the same people every day. I'm fucked up all the time. I'm doing the same things every day. Uh, It's. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. Same. Same shame spirals and. Oh yeah. Well, but 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 with a twist. It's like it sweeps. Sorry for. What? Oh, I was just saying it sweeps weeks for the spirals. Like we are amping them up for ratings right now. I'm telling you, look, watch Cobra Kai. It'll make you feel better. I'm going to watch Cobra Kai and it'll make me feel better. I'm telling you, that show, it's making me miss the valley. Something fierce. I do love, I do like that I'm in the valley right now instead of Hollywood. I will say. Dude, dude, I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to miss Los Angeles proper ever again. Right. Yeah. LA or Hollywood out of the valley watching Cobra Kai. (laughs) And that is the medicine that we were prescribing to everybody. There's a scene in the beginning where uh, William Zabka, uh, Johnny Lawrence, is like drunk driving. 
And oh, I, hell yeah. That sounds like the valley already. Screen and I was like, man, I have been exactly that drunk driving on that exact road more than once. Yeah, I was going to say, this sounds, oh, you mean every Tuesday night after Killer Mike? Every Tuesday night? That was me. Got it. Party. Yeah. Oh, it's I'm not okay. trying to like condone. I don't know. I, I am. I'm being safe. <laughs> I'm being responsible. Okay. I talked to the contract, the contact tracer today. Right. From, you know, the health department, Minnesota health department. To find uh, out which of those 12. I have talked to Taylor has post. tested negative. That's good. Like we're being, I'm isolated in here. We're, we're taking all the precautions. Um, uh, but I, am I thinking about relapsing? You betcha. <laughs> oh, Andy, now would be the time to do it. Like, honestly, right? like, it's like, hey, I'm in a room. I can't hurt anybody. Oh, my God. Like, I don't want to be an enabler because Lord <laughs> knows, Lord knows I use everybody in my building as my enabler. And, yeah. uh, for... Well, I mean, the, the rub of it is, is that I can't go get anything. Right. You know, I'd have to have it delivered to me and I can't do, like, Taylor would see it. Like, you know, and I'm not going to, what am I going to, what am I going to waste my relapse being honest about it? Come on. You can't put a note in your Postmates order that says order details. Can you hide this in a, in a non-alcoholic beer case? <laughs> Look, I'm going to get a rope and a bucket. <laughs> I'm gonna lower it down the side. <clears throat> oh, I thought you were talking about hanging yourself. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to Postmates the equipment to yeah, kill the buckets, myself. The bucket's for when you shit yourself because you shit yourself when you die. Thought you were literally gonna kick the bucket and then then hang from the rope. But oh, that's great. That's a good bit. That is a literally good bit. Kick the, yeah, that's how I, you go. You use it. Use it. Use that bit. I'm okay. sorry. No, use it. I, I just want to be like, look, I I'll text you more. You know what like, I mean? No, I will. I we I encourage us both to do that because it's a fault of mine, and and we should text more and we should play more Overwatch once now that I have my living room back. Yeah. Uh, uh, we should do that and. Uh, I don't know. There's nothing to plug ever, but is there anything you want to plug? You're on social media. You don't care. I was going to have new episodes of Ghoul School up this last week, and then I you know, got COVID, so. <laughs> wow. Not, well, I can't podcast anymore. I got COVID. I'm not putting them up. Well, it's like. No, I get it. I get you know, it. Chest, I get it. I'm having like, you know, chest no, you're pain and coughing and shit. I'm not going to record while I'm doing that. Oh, um, you're fucking miserable, too. Like, yeah. if you want to be in that headspace when you're trying to put content out. I know. I do it often, and it comes out bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some people are still listening, so I appreciate them. Um, but yeah, you know, you're at Andy underscore cell, right? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. People go follow Andy, go listen to old episodes of ghoul school. Did my episode ever come out? Yeah. Yours, yours, yours came out a long time ago. A while back. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Last year. Again, time. Well, I realized that I'm only releasing like two or three episodes a year at this point. Exclusive uh, content, baby. Um, but I, I'm, I'm going to have, I will have two episodes up before Christmas. Ooh, um, the holidays. Yeah, the holidays. The Honda days. Oh, have, and of course, I forgot to do this. If I forgot to do this in the intro, let's just do it. Happy Honda days to all Bleak and Review listeners. We just want to make sure. We are brought to you by Honda today. Uh, Honda, buy a car, fucker. All right. That's all I had to, I had to do that. I got $50,000 now. Uh, all right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so as for my plugs outside of that, I don't know, at KB Anderson, you on all the things. Keep listening to this podcast. And if you want more podcasts, go over to patreon.com slash bleak and review and consider donating five bucks a month to hear an uh, extra show. We and Olivia Hyde are kicking, uh, cooking up a new show for that. That's going to be coming out at some point. Hollis Black and I got a show on there. Uh, maybe Andy and, and I. Valenzuela and I were starting talking about starting an Expanse podcast, but I don't know if it's going to happen because of... Um, well, it's certainly yeah. not going to be on my Patreon, so why are you bringing that up? <laughs> I just that was like thinking about things to do. That was one of those moments where I was like, "Would it be funny to be rude for no reason right now?" And it turns out it was very funny. Okay, okay, yeah, (laughs) it worked. It paid off. Because you know when it doesn't pay off, and you feel like the biggest asshole in the world. I don't think it. I don't think it ever doesn't pay off. I think it it (laughs) always pays off. (laughs) Yeah, go listen to stuff. Follow Andy, follow me, listen to podcasts. Andy, thank you so much for being here, buddy. It's really good to catch up with you, and I wish you a very speedy recovery. It sounds like you're doing okay. Yeah, Rel- my relatively. symptoms are mostly mild now. Um, it's it's mostly going away. It's just, I mean, you know, it's just scary. It's just it's one of the thing. things where it's, it's like, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, you hear the horror stories. And you were, you know, one of those things where even if you're very aware of the threat and danger of it, it's like, well, I didn't think it would happen to me. And yeah, you don't think it's going to happen. Never. I, that's how. I, and you're like, yeah. I still don't know how. That's how I was up until yesterday. But for more in on that, rewind and listen to the intro again because I'll talk about it exclusively there. Um, that's so fucked up, man. Yeah, it's all it's bad. So in fact, I'm going to stop recording and I'm going to talk to you more about it. But for now, say goodbye, Andy. Oh, goodbye, Andy. Goodbye, Andy, indeed. Until next week, this is Bleak and Review. Ba-boom! Ba-boom!